Hi, this is Don Jones with the City of Stillwater. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. Today's topic, fire safety. Joining today is my co-host, Melissa Reams, Deputy City Manager. Our guest is Chief Terry Essery, and of course, our producer, Michelle Charles. Thank you all for being here. Thanks. Thank you, Dawn, for that wonderful introduction. Uh, you're welcome, <laughs> as always. And I am so glad that Terry could join us today. Terry and I um, have gotten to be, I, I would call us friends, I good think friends. So. Yeah, absolutely. Over Since Terry became, um, you've been police chief, uh, fire chief now for a year oh, and a half? Almost two years. Almost two Next years. Next month, it'll be two years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we've worked on a lot of changes at the fire station. Terry's implemented just so many different things and one of the things that we are working on now is the rural fire contract Mm -hmm. and trying to really assess what it costs us what our cost to serve is yeah are we going to see any changes in the contract this year we won't see any changes this year or the company that we're working with is going to take a deep dive into that starting tomorrow actually yeah so we're going to start working with them tomorrow but the contract goes uh per calendar year. So we're not going to have time to get it done, obviously, before January. And we don't want to spring any big changes on on anybody right now either. We want to give people plenty of notice. So we're looking more probably next year. Mm -hmm. And we're also going to look and we follow the calendar year. But of course, city budget follows follows physical year. So it might make more sense to follow that as well. What that looks like, we're not sure yet. Mm -hmm. There's going to be a six month gap one way or the other, but we'll figure that out something that's that's fair and and we'll communicate that and make sure everybody has a heads Equitable up as to for what everyone. we're doing absolutely yep yep it was funny because you and i were just talking about that going from a calendar mm-hmm. year to a yep. fiscal year and i can't remember i don't think it was dawn somebody mentioned to me that they had heard that people love the rural fire contract but the fact that the renewal periods in december yeah. and sometimes when you're trying to buy christmas sure. for a bigger family a hundred dollars is precious yep, i did yeah mm-hmm. we were talking about that because yeah. it was someone brought that to my attention and just mentioned that mm-hmm. e- even though it's a hundred dollars that hundred dollars is pretty significant right after yeah. the holidays it season. is right now a hundred dollars well it's it sounds like it's not very much money but it really is to all of us yeah it is Hey, sure. that'll get you a half a tank of gas. I know. Just yeah. Kidding. Well, maybe maybe a quarter of a tank of gas. Yeah. Unless you're depending on what you're. Dr- uh, yeah. How big is your truck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but I I think those would all be or or that change in particular would be pretty good. And yeah. so if we think about renewal period being June July time frame, that's when I think most people feel like we have the biggest risk mm-hmm. of fire. It is. And but it, but yeah. I've learned from you that that yeah. may not be mm-hmm. true. Yeah. And, and of course, it's kind of a different risk at that point because it's the of the season that we're in in June, July. But right now, with the winter weather that's kind of hit us and we have the holidays where everybody's gathering together and cooking and uh, decorating their trees and lighting candles and things like that that we all like to do this time of year, the risk changes. And right now, we're in a pretty high-risk season. Mm-hmm. For lots of reasons, mm-hmm. um, uh, and really, I don't know where we want to kick that off at, but there's about 27 different directions I can go. So <laughs> I just want to make sure we stay you on the right track. You just touch on all the highlights <laughs> right, well, you want to share with us. All right, us. well, let's start with candles. 
A start oh, with candles. I know. I'm feeling attacked right now. Yeah, because <laughs> you don't well, even know. You don't even know. My I, daughter I, loves candles, yeah. and she's never been allowed to have them. Aww. Oh, really? Well, you're. That makes perfect sense. And yeah, you live with a firefighter, and that, those things get squashed yeah. pretty quick. Um, but it, candles, obviously, you know the the open flame and just the atmosphere that it creates. Mm-hmm. But and then the smells of the candles. Right. I, I'm pretty sure everybody likes that, but in this time of year, it even makes more sense with the holidays and just kind of right. goes with mm-hmm. the holiday decorations. But also with that comes a danger of fires for lots of reasons. One of them is, is people will put them too close to their decorations. Right. You want to keep them at least, at the very minimum, a foot away from other de- decorations keep them away up and away from small children Mm -hmm. from cats even you know what you can put them wherever you want cat if they want to get up there and box them around and knock them off they're going to do that anyway so Mm -hmm. you got to be mindful that yeah you know if you have pets that they can get to them so you got to be careful where you place them and then there is the the please don't ever do this leave it lit while you leave or while you go to sleep that's right? right And that's not uncommon. In fact, my daughter did that recently, and she no longer can have candles either. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. Girls, I'm yeah. So sorry. You know what? We works. came home. Her room smelled really good, yeah, but did. I was really not happy. <laughs> right. Um, it, it seems harmless, and, and most of the time things are going to be okay until they're not. Right. Yeah, so please don't leave candles lit if you're not going to be supervising them. Watch your kids. Watch your pets. And don't put them too close to other decorations. Mm -hmm. Well, and you guys have been pushing out great information on your uh, social media Mm -hmm. accounts. And you continue to do that. And with, you know, educational tips and information. And one of the things that you pushed out recently that I appreciated uh, was the information regarding the overloading of the um, Mm. outlets, the power outlets. And the strips, the uh power strips. Yeah. yeah, and plugging yep. the lights uh, right now with all of our decorations, mm-hmm. you know, yes. it's just a big old bundle of love right there. It's a big bundle it, of love, yep. yeah. Yeah, if you want to visit from the fire department in a bad way, just put all <laughs> those together and just see what happens. So if you have a power strip, mm-hmm. should you not use all the holes in the power strip? No. Really, those power... <laughs> no, why, why did they give you no, all I'm those so holes? No, I'm so glad you asked. So, all right, so power strips are made to plug in sensitive computer equipment. Things okay. that are okay. low voltage, th- things that are not going to draw a lot, of, uh, a lot of energy and create a lot of heat. Unfortunately, they're so easy to use that we end up plugging lots of things in them that they weren't really meant for, including <laughs> other power strips, which is, please don't oh, ever do daisy that. Oh, daisy-chaining yeah. things. Daisy-chaining that. So oh, darn convenient. Oh, it's it's <laughs> And yep. they gave you all those plug-in yeah. places. Yeah. Like supposed to <laughs> use so them all. So we can't yeah. use all of them? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. No hesitation either. Yeah. So, and, and not to mention... Um, there's a lot of them out there, the power strips that don't have s- internal circuit breakers. Oh, so you want to make true. sure if you're going to use one, make sh- absolute sure that it says on the box it has an internal okay. circuit breaker, which will have a little switch on there that's, you know, where you can reset it. But uh, to continue that, of course, everyone, not everyone, but a lot of people like to have Christmas lights. That's it's right. Christmas time, holiday lights. And that's a big uh, <laughs> with power strips, you don't want to use power strips outside. 
Right. You do not want to use them outside. For like for today example, it's not really raining, but it's it's damp and it's not a, they're not made for that. Mm-hmm. So you're going to create a fire hazard there. Which okay, so you're telling fire. us that yeah. electricity and water it's bad. Don't, don't mix. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> okay, it's okay, very, noted. Very, very bad. So you don't want to use them outside. You That's don't right. want to overload them, and you don't. They're not used to. You don't want to plug your refrigerator, or even the microwaves, into them. Those need to go straight into the wall. Okay, oh, that's good yeah. to know. Also, space heaters, right? Straight oh, into the wall. Oh my goodness, yes, please. <laughs> I'm so glad yes. you brought up space heaters, oh, actually, yeah. because that is a subject that is very important, uh, even not just at home, but even in your mm-hmm. workspace. Yep. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it is right now. Heating fires is one of our leading um, causes of home fires, whether it's the holidays or not. Right. Mm-hmm. And space heaters uh, are right up there at the top of those the things that are really, really dangerous for lots of reasons. One is they'll tip over, and the newer ones have switches that where they're, they're supposed to shut mm-hmm. themselves off. They're supposed to. doesn't mean they will. And people put them too close to other things that will overheat and catch fire. Right. So, space heaters, uh, kind of like I put them in the same category as candles. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, I mean, they have a very good function and they work great, but right. they also pose a really high danger of catching things on fire, including your house. What about heating blankets? Ooh, heating blankets. You know, I would be careful of those too. Yeah, because if the wires inside, <laughs> if they get damaged, yep. then you could, they, get you could potentially get shot. I was always raised and told not to use them, that they're dangerous. And I will tell you, I didn't listen. Okay, I'm going to tell you that I am not allowed to have an electric blanket yeah. in my house either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have a whole list of things we're not allowed to do <laughs> in our house, by the way. Just but so really, you know. it just comes down to being aware <laughs> of the equipment you're using, mm-hmm. whether it's a heated blanket, yeah. whether it's the... The heater, the like you said, the candle, yeah. um, you know, just all of those different items that we love to utilize, the power strips, uh, and just kind of being uh, cautious and common sense plays a role in some of that. And, you know, I definitely will call myself out first to say that I have <laughs> used every hole in the power strip. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> so, Terry, do you think people use those kerosene heaters in their house? Because um, my son has one that he uses yeah. out in the garage. In, in the garage, it it happens. But it, that's not what they were intended. No, for, No, it's it? not because it's more of you, an outdoor thing. It, it it is, and they're great for workspaces when you have a huge open area where you have lots of free flowing air that can mm-hmm. get, you can get fresh air because you can get build up of carbon monoxide, which is mm. can be deadly very quickly. And that would also be uh, include like generators, absolutely. Because uh, when yes. we as we get into mm-hmm. potential ice, yep, and um, we're without electricity, yeah. if that were to occur, it has before. Yes, uh, generators can be very very dangerous if not utilized properly. Yes, internal combustion engines produce carbon monoxide, and when you place them inside, that builds up, and that is not conducive to life for very long. Mm-hmm. So, right. people have to be very very cautious of that. If you're going to use a generator, they Again, it's like these other things. They have their place and used properly, they they bring a big benefit, but used improperly, they can be very dangerous or deadly. Mm-hmm. And many of these concerns, if people have questions, they are more than welcome to contact our fire departments. All the time. Yeah, we're always here. We're always ready. 
you do you all work with people as far as um, well? You can get a carbon monoxide detector, right? Mm-hmm. And you can you also can. get a smoke detector. You can. Mm-hmm. And, Absolutely. And, and is there a program that the fire department administrates that helps that people get those in their homes? Yes, we have we have carbon monoxide detectors that we loan people for for certain situations and uh, just to kind of get them through until they can get one of their own. Mm-hmm. Um, and then smoke detectors, we have a program that we help people get uh, access to those, and if need be, we'll help them put them up. Good. And so, yeah, we want people to be as safe as possible and using those two types of things. They're, they're low cost, especially now, mm-hmm. high quality, low cost, and they have huge benefits mm-hmm. and huge returns on investment. So, Terry, what about chimney fires? Are you going on very many of those right now? So far, we're not. So I will, I will kick in there that we recommend that every year before you fire up your, your fireplace that right. you have it inspected by a licensed professional. Mm. And that's for a couple of things. One is to make sure that you don't have any openings, cracks inside the chimney that could uh, let embers and hot gases into the structure of the house. And two, that you don't have a large buildup of creosote, Mm -hmm. which can catch fire and cause issues as well. So, You know, with the holidays, we'll kind of wrap up with this. But with the holidays, we're all doing a lot of traveling. Mm. And little ones need to be in their car seats, right? Not my, Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to tattle on my daughter-in-law. She calls it, uh, (laughs) what does she call it? Riding dirty. Riding dirty. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I have one of those too. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Well, her mother just lives about two blocks away from her house, and she doesn't want to strap the kids in, so Mm -hmm. she says she's going to let them ride dirty. And I'm like, no. No. But. Y'all have a program. You have people on mm-hmm. staff who are certified child mm-hmm. car seat inspectors, right? Yeah, we have several. We have at least one on every shift. And uh, if you would like for us to help you check and make sure that your car seat is installed properly or have us install, install it from from ground zero, we'll be glad to do that. Okay. Just give us a call and make sure that we have someone available. And we'll get you set up with the time and a location and make sure that happens. Great. Because we want everybody to have a happy holiday. 100%. With their family. Yeah, safety first. Yes. And uh, the little things that we do every day are the things that are going to make a big difference on on having a healthy and, and safe holiday. And that's what it's all about. Well, you know, we're just so grateful for you and for Assistant Chief Halcom and just all of our firefighters. Our, you guys truly go above and beyond. And in my opinion, exemplify a service above self. So thank you for all that you do. Well, thank you. It's our pleasure. We're, we're lucky to be here. This is what we love to do, and we're just grateful we get to do it. Well, thanks for tuning in today. Thank you, Chief Essary, for joining us. Hey, guys, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. Together, we are investing in municipal excellence.